One, two, 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 one, two. Welcome back to the Daps Collective. This is episode number two. Uh, today we started off with DJ Khaled, I'm so grateful. And the reason why I started off with DJ Khaled, I'm so grateful, because I'm here on Solana, and I'm excited to be building on Solana and grateful to know all you MFers out here right now. You feel me? So we're going to start off every episode with a song that's dope and just keep it moving, and we're going to vibe and have a party and a celebration and learn and grow and maybe pump our bags, too, at the same time. So tonight I have the pleasure of hanging out with somebody that most of us grew up with, seriously, grew up with. He goes by the name of Oscar the Grouch. And tonight he's our guest on Daps Collective Episode 2. Oscar, what's going on, brother? Uh, not much. Uh, how's it going? Man, you just surprised me. Am I talking to Oscar or am I talking to the person behind Oscar? <laughs> mm-hmm. Both simultaneously. <laughs> That's the thing. Yo, dude. So look. So what? I, I didn't hear your real voice yet. Can, can, so can we start off with it. Oscar maybe first? Because sure. what you do yeah, yeah, yeah. is incredible. You do like, it's like method acting, like in real time. So let's kind of, you know, run through Oscar, like how the garbage can situation, all this wild stuff you've been doing as a grouch. But then I want to unpack that because you were a brilliant young kid. And I found out that you're dope as fuck for how you got into this space. And we're going to unpack all the dope stuff you've been doing, con- uh, contributing to the culture. What gave you the idea and the insight to approach it that way? Like, are you a marketing master? Like, what made you think to come in the space this way, which has been dope, right? So let's unpack it and start off with Oscar the Grouch. First of all, Oscar the Grouch, what's cracking, my G? Nothing much. Just, you know, uh, chilling as usual. Same old, same old. Keeping it trashy. What's crack? What's cracking on Sesame Street, bro? I heard Sesame Street is like real rough these days. It's a, it's a fucking bear market. It's a recession. What's going on on Sesame Street? Uh, funding for PBS is not great. This, uh, the tote bags do not sell well anymore. Um, kids want, you know, iPads and cell phones instead of a nice little old-fashioned tote bag or hat or an umbrella. What about wristbands? Do the kids want wristbands? Do the kids think wristbands are still cool? I try to avoid talking to the kids as much as possible because I find them very annoying. <laughs> well, dude, so I, 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 I'm actually laughing to, my, to myself right now because I'm like, okay, this, this, is, this, this guy is, is, is crazy. Either I'm crazy or we're both crazy, bro. What, what made you do this? Like, what made you take on this persona? Um, fun mostly. Uh, Elmo, my buddy who goes around uh, Twitter, is Elmo was doing it first. He was doing it for a while, just hopping around Twitter spaces, um, because he could do a great impression of Elmo. And, um, I was bored, so I would fall on my old account, I would follow him around and uh, just listen to him. And then eventually, I kind of wanted to join in just to troll and kind of be fun. And uh, so I chose Oscar the Grouch because it seemed like uh, something I could do I'm just off the top of my head. And I just went for it and started following around. And then eventually it got uh, too annoying, switching my entire account information over to Oscar every time I wanted to do it. Because it was happening like every night. So I just decided to make a new account. And uh, yeah, I don't know. From there, it just went on. It, it's, it started just to go into spaces. Um, kind of mess with people 
we usually just go in spaces and derail their conversation, make it about us for a little bit and then leave. Um, so that. How did you, so did you, how did you guys meet? Like, were you guys, were you just in a space one day and you saw Elmo or was this a little bit more like, you know, coordinated and you, you knew who Elmo was and you guys came up and knocked this out? Well, I knew his account before like Elmo um, from Twitter, like uh, hanging out in the stock, a lot of stock market spaces, like investing spaces. Um, we ran in similar circles and that's how we met initially. And then he kind of became Elmo and was doing this thing for a couple of months. And I was like, you know, friends with him. We talk all the time. And then, yeah, I just decided to join in. So we've never met in real life, but I do know his real voice and name and, you know, we talk and stuff, but yeah, it's just kind of a serendipitous partnership that sprang up on Twitter. Was this, now when you met um, Elmo, did you have some kind of grand master plan or like you said, you guys were just fucking with people. But oh like... no, we were just fucking with people. Um, yeah, pretty much. And then one day almost like some gay porn star gave me like 0.5 ETH for being funny. And we were like, holy shit, maybe we should start going into these crypto spaces and being funny. Um, yeah, and then that's what and then that's what got us into the NFT spaces initially. We were just like, I don't know, let's go fuck with these people. Maybe another gay porn star will give us half an ETH. I don't know. I remember those times when you guys used to come into space and uh, I think it was in some of the Liberty Square spaces, or I think it might have been like a Sapple or Treat space. But I remember you guys would come in there and, you know, you guys would go back and forth. But th a shift happened. Like, first, I feel like that's how, you know, you popped up on the radar was going in and doing that little disruption of, of the characters. But then I noticed you started Oscar fying shit. Like making taking projects and, and making them green and making them your own talk to walk me through that process like did this did you figure this did you think to yourself well shit motherfuckers are stopping for me to disrupt let me take this energy and do xyz or how did you make the transition from let's start off doing this to actually adding value to some of these projects um the funny thing is i feel like it was more just organic than that like um like after going to uh, Liberty Square Space, one of them late at night, Liberty invited us to the space the next day. I think it was Sunday Mass or the Town Hall or something. He's like, come back tomorrow and just do your thing and I'll give you a squirrel. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but sure. Um, I got some time tomorrow and I'm doing nothing. It was fun. They seemed to uh, they seemed entertained, so did it. And then uh, next day came back and, you know, ended up setting up my wallet and got this squirrel. And I'm like, okay, cool, what is it? And it's like worth $500 at the time. I was like, holy shit. How do I kind of say thank you for that? Um, but I'm Oscar the Grouch. And everyone, I noticed everyone wears their, you know, PFPs, their projects they like. And I was kind of like, well, but if I do that, I'm just going to be a squirrel and I'm not going to be Oscar. So I just uh, popped in, the, in Photoshop and, and just went and created the first Oscar squirrel and just threw it online. I was like, I didn't even know if it was kosher, but I was like, I don't fucking care. I'm just going to do it. And, and then it got a really good response and I just kept doing it because it's fun. So what, so what's your background? Like, are you, I noticed you're, you're, you're like multi, you're like a multidisciplinary, excuse my language. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> you, 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 you show the talent from different places, right? Like 
acting? Do you have an acting background? Like walk us through your childhood, like where you come from. So we know who we're talking to right now here. Like, like what the background story is. Like, how'd you get into, how'd you get into art? How did you get into, like, what made you say, let me fucking talk like Oscar the Grouch? Like, did you have another voice before Oscar, like Kermit or something like that? Like walk, walk us through like that, that background. Like when you, you know, I don't know how old you are, you know, you can share as much information as you want about yourself, but like, what was the path that took you from somebody not in the web three space to be here now to care about projects to be involved in some of the biggest projects actually on Solana on a high level and to actually come in here and just be fucking have big balls to do the shit you did like what did you grow up listening to what did you do as a, as, as a you know did you skate were you doing graffiti I want to unpack some of that oh shit that's a lot I'm going into the regular voice if we're going to talk about my real life background I'll give you some details uh, turn off the Oscar voice for a second um, yeah like as far as acting background, no, I don't have any. Um, you know, I grew up uh, with a single mom, like one of three boys. So it was like me and my brothers fucking around. Um, and I've always done kind of accents and voices. It was just something I do to entertain my brothers, to get a laugh, you know, whatever. It was just something I'd always kind of done. Um, I guess it kind of the acting thing kind of makes sense. My younger brother is an actor. Um, so that's his favorite thing. It was never my thing, but I was definitely always into art, um, in various forms and especially photography, which is kind of my biggest niche, but I do other stuff as well. Nikon, Leica or Canon. Uh, I don't fuck if I could afford it, like I'd take Leica, but I mean, (laughs) Uh, I used to shoot Canon. I shoot Fujifilm nowadays. Oh, you know what? You had to take it that Fujifilm is nice. They got some nice new shit now. That's fucking dope. Yeah, they. I, I can't. Uh, I love the knobs and dials, and the the aperture rings and lenses, all the mechanical dials. Because I learned to shoot on a film camera. Uh, I took a film class in high school, uh, like, and uh, fucking I'm old photography teacher who was like used to tell us about doing acid at Woodstock was like the stories he'd tell us during class so you know quite the character but uh he made us learn on these fucking old Pentax cameras with the light meter ripped out so you had to do all the fucking calculations manually to get the exposure there was no electronics happening though you had to do everything manually and develop it all by hand manually and everything uh, before you were even allowed to touch a digital camera, which were like starting to really take over then. But uh, yeah, so that that's kind of where I first, I mean, photography was always something that interested me ever since I was a kid. You know, I think we probably all have that experience. I don't know if it's the same nowadays with like digital photos being a thing, but like you can remember when you're you can you've sometimes seen it on kids' face when they see a photo of themselves for the first time. They're like, "Holy shit! How did how did that happen? How did you get this like scene from here and get it in this little like little picture? Like, how did that happen?" And it kind of probably started with that. Like, it's a fascinating process, dude. That's you know. Uh, before I continue the story, what I learned, uh, you, and you guys are gonna learn this about me. I learned in real time. And what I learned about the space we did last time, 
I didn't take enough breaks. So we're taking a break now. And I want you guys to hit that purple little icon on the bottom. Give us a retweet. And uh, let's keep this moving. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it with, with people you don't like. So maybe they'll like you or whatever. You know, that didn't make sense. But listen, let's just keep it moving. Um, but um, I share uh, your experience with photography. Uh, my first year in college, um, I was, you know, same, uh, developing my own film. Um, you know, I'm a creative as well. I shoot on Canon been shooting on Canon uh, more so my whole life. I do more moving pictures, uh, short films and videos than I do the standard. But I did start off developing my own pictures. And there's a big difference when you uh, when you shoot manual and you develop a process like you control everything. And those images to me have way more energy. Like I like them more than all the stuff I've taken digitally. Right. Like I can set up the cannon to go on, you know, you could just set up the, the, the settings you want and then just auto shoot. But there's something about going in there and looking at the light and, you know, looking at the F stop, the shutter speed and just kind of making sure, you know, you, 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 you get what you want. So that's actually dope, man. And I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that about you as Oscar the Grouch until you dropped your first form function uh, piece of artwork. And if you could pin it up to the room. Um, we want definitely people to support that. Um, Oscar dropped this dope-ass picture of a dog. Dope-ass pictures, real crisp, black and white. I love black and white photo. So, yeah, bro, we want to see more photography from you. Um, continue walking us through how that transition from photography in high school, how, it, you know, how you got closer to where we are right now in Web3. And just look at these stories as you tell. You know, the goal is to, is to see where you're going going towards the end of the episode, right? So I want this to be like a ramp. I want us to know where you come from, how you got there, why you do it. So now in the future, when you move forward, we fuck with you heavy, bro, because we understand the passion behind why you do what you do. And uh, you're a dope motherfucker, man. And, and, and that's why, you know, we, we reached out to a few people in this space that are dope, just doing some different shit. And you're definitely, you and Elmo definitely have made me laugh numerous of times on some late nights. So please continue. How did you go from the photography to, you know, maybe some of these other expressions or whatever part of the story you want to continue guiding us on? Yeah. I mean, a lot of that probably came from uh, art school. Like I, after high school, I kind of fucking, and I was pretty straight laced in high school, but after high school, I kind of took a few years off and I party kind of hard for a little while there. You know, the typical shit you do at that age. And then I, uh, I was like, shit, I need to do something. I need to like go to school. I felt like I had to go university, go to school for something. So I felt like if it was going to be, I felt like I had to go, would I'd go for something I enjoyed doing. And then I was like, I've always loved photography. Fuck it. I'm just going to find the best school I can, apply for it, and fucking crank it out and see if I can do it. And I uh, got in and started at, uh, school there and um i think the first year was kind of beneficial in getting me because i was so focused on photography but the way they did things at the university was you don't choose your major until like after your first year the first year is multidisciplinary you uh take uh, different courses from all different like uh kind of uh, <laughs> uh sectors of art so, like, I took design classes and drawing and video and, all, of course, photography and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of really helped me branch out and 
do more of that stuff because I was never, although I liked drawing, I never was great at it. I just couldn't get the hang of it. My hands are too dumb. But uh, digitally, and uh, it's a little different. I can do a little more, and I enjoy it. So I continued. It's, I don't know. It's just it's been a long process over years of just trying different things and teaching myself different things because I'm just that kind of person who likes to something I find something that interests me and I'll fucking dig in into whatever like I've done that like I've taught myself how to repair like turntables and like because I got really into records and collected them so I taught myself how to fucking pick them up and fix them and then flip them and sell them again same with like cameras and a bunch of other things like that you know just if, if something catches my attention, I will go hard at it until and like dig in and find out as much about it as I can. And so I guess that's, you know, that, that kind of perfectly correlates to um, the kind of technology side of web three. I've always been a tech guy and it's interested me. So that's half of it. And then there's the art half, which is of course, you know, a passion of mine. Man, so look, you 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 used to fix turntables. I'm gonna ask you, were you fixing Technique 1200 turntables by any chance? Mm. No, um, I've have f- fixed some Technics before. Uh, I have one that I just need to finish repairing. It's a dual 1215, so handmade in Germany in the 60s, all completely mechanical. Pretty cool fucking things, but very delicate. Oh shit. Um, so you're doing some like you're doing some higher end shit like because I have a cousin who does like he he repairs like old Macintosh uh, uh, equipment and then he finds like turntables like from Switzerland from like so is this kind of like you repair like vintage like high end yeah. stuff well like, like old shit I mean I I go to thrift stores and garage sales and I find shit that has been left and abused that I think has potential and I get it. And if I can fix it, I fix it. Sometimes it just needs to be cleaned up and uh, you know tested and everything. And uh, I've always just been like that. I like old things and finding them, taking them apart and putting them back together. I don't always successfully put them back together. You can usually take things apart, putting them back together is fucking not always my specialty. Uh, sometimes it just is fucked. I'm like, okay, that was a failed experiment. Thank God I only spent five bucks on it. <laughs> well, that's dope, hours. though, because you got the boss to do that shit. So it's almost kind of like you, it's like a, 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 is this fair to say, like a self-taught engineer? I mean, in a way, like I just, um, I don't know, I, I just, it once again, it's those things I dig into. And I like, I like mechanical things. I like the electronic things. I, you know, got into building my own PCs and stuff when I was younger. And I, I don't know. I just, like I said, I something fascinates me and I get into it and I like to figure out how it works. So uh, anything mechanical kind of has that potential to interest me if, if like I'm trying to figure out the way it works and, you know, it interests me in that way. So is that how you, so now that we know that about you, is that like how you looked at cracking the Solana space? Did you look at it like a, like, like this is how I'm going to do it or was this all organic? Um, it was more organic than that. You know, at, in school, uh, my major was photography, but my minor was something called space, which stood for social practice and community engagement. 
which uh, was like a field of covered the fields of the arts, generally dealing with um, community and getting people involved. So it dealt with like, uh, you know, I worked with a big nonprofit doing like public exhibitions to help raise awareness about certain issues. I worked with like a local government to set up a little arts program over spring break at a library, like a free art program. So kids could do that if they couldn't afford to go away. Um, like all sorts of stuff like that. It was mostly uh, using art as a tool to build community and uh, connect people and engage people. And that's, I didn't even realize until like a month or two into NFTs that I was like, holy shit, why does this work so well for me? Oh shit, yeah, I spent like four years kind of doing stuff that directly correlates to this in a way, you know, engaging people via art and getting them to collaborate. So it was kind of just a natural fit in a way once I kind of understood because from the outside looking at NFTs when I first heard them, I was like, well, it's fucking dumb. Um, it's just, why are you going to pay a picture for a fucking JPEG, like a link to a JPEG? I don't get it. You know, but the more I sat and kind of immersed myself and tried to learn about this, you know, NFT that I mean, that was valuable, uh, I kind of fell more in love with it. And just the opportunities of expression that allows you in art is really interesting. So what's, what's your influence on art? Like what, you know, when you were coming up, what did you, you know, what are some of the artists that you probably looked at and were inspired by and, you know, across all fields of art? So many, um, I feel like I need to break it. I can just give you some of my favorite artists, like by category. I don't know if we go with musicians, I was always like, I've always been a rock guy. I was really into classic rock when I was younger and then 90s grunge, you know, alternative, all sorts of rock. Always been a rock guy. Um, uh, fine art, uh, photography, uh, Henry Cartier-Bresson, one of the greatest ever. Fucking love him. Love his work. It's And his writing as well is fucking excellent. If you ever get somehow find a copy of the decisive moment, take a read of it. It's well worth it, even if your photography is not your biggest thing. Um, who else? Uh, like a lot of different artists um, that I'm blanking on all now. Uh, I saw uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 if it's not coming, it's all good. <laughs> When you say 90s... Ooh, wait, oh, Hiroshi Sugimoto is another one of my favorite photographers who kind of had an influence me. He's a Japanese photographer, did a lot of work in the 70s, 80s, and uh, stuff mostly evolved around time. Uh, very interesting stuff. And then, you know, there's painters and other, like, more surrealist artists, like Duchamp. There's... He's a fan of... Um, no, fuck, I took so many years of art history that it's, it's, there's so many inspirations. It's hard to name just a few. You know, Sidney Sherman, if we're going to go for great female photographers of all time, Sidney Sherman's one of the greats. Um, I don't know. There's just too many influences to count, really. I just, like, I'm inspired by great images, regardless of who made them. Um, I'm just inspired by great art. And uh, there's just some people who happen to 
be really good at consistently making great art. And that's what I see as like an artist I particularly aspire to, but I can aspire anyone's work. Dog, that's that's dope. Yeah, when you look at like a dope picture that's like clean and like art communicates to you when it's done the right way. Like there are certain things you can look at and just feel inspired or you can feel some kind of emotion or it makes you want to do something and move and shit like that. Dude, like you're, you're, it's funny because when people, I'm, I'm just assuming, right? I'm thinking out loud. When people hear you, they're probably like, who's this guy with this voice and everything and think you just fully DJing. But bro, you're on some like real like beatnik, like next level, like, like tastemaker kind of, um, of, of influencer. I'm not using influencer like the Twitter shit, but just you're influencing motherfuckers here, but you're into like vintage sound equipment. You know, you're into photography. You've got like a cultural background in like in in um in art, and I think that's really fucking dope, bro. Um, the question I have for you right now, like, dude, how the how old are you? Because you you seem I feel like you're on my age group, but I, for some strange reason, I think you're a youngster, bro. Like, you don't have to give us exact age. Are you are you over forty? No, I'm okay. thirty two. Damn, bro. It, yeah, because it's 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 when you talk about growing up in the 90s in the in the music and you talk about the art and you know all that stuff it takes me around the time when i was doing my thing and um yeah bro props up to you because i haven't met that many and, and i need to talk to more people right i haven't met that many young people who are fully like into like the putting the the vintage uh turntables and things like i mentioned before i have a cousin who has a warehouse full of turntables and knobs like he has little knobs and bulbs that are worth so much because there's only a certain amount left in the world right and he looks at himself as i think he collects fisher i forgot what brand he collects but he's got like a whole warehouse of all these um receivers and all this stuff and he ships shit around the world and everything so i'm bullish on that um you're an interesting motherfucker man like straight up what was the deciding fact, actually not even deciding fact. Um, I heard you mention something through some another space about when you came to Web3, you only came with a certain amount of money and then you, you had the squirrel and you kind of mentioned something about that. Um, when you came to Web3, and this might sound a little bit redundant and because I've, I've asked this before, but I'm asking it a different way. What was your expectations? Like, um, what was your, was it just to come and be or what was your expectations when you came here? Um, you know, while I was obviously hoping to make money, um, I could see the potential. Like the stock market was something I've played with before. I haven't been investing in a while. So I kind of understood the basics of, you know, trading and, and how markets move. And so like I could see I could see it as, you know, something I could potentially make money on um, for sure. But it was also just, I mean, the culture and the people were really interesting. And that's what capture me there because if i was really there just to earn money i probably would have just sold the first few nfts i got for free and just cashed out um and i actually early on got drained and i probably would have just fucking ditched it there if people didn't kind of people kind of helped me and help replace some of the shit that got drained and that kind of also just showed how deep the community was there a little more and that it was worth sticking around and and uh, you know, being there here and seeing what the fuck is up. You know, I as much as I like old shit, I have a fascination with the past and history. And um, 
things I also love breaking edge new shit, new technology. I like looking at both the past and the future. I kind of, in a way, hate the present. Um, I tend to find bands that I like, like years after they were popular or things like that. I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I need time in between things to like look at it properly so i like things in the past looking at things in the past and the future more than the present because i find it more interesting um you can learn a little more than just trying to focus on the present all the time though sometimes that's necessary man so you say so when you first came here you got and that's that's like strong you got fucking robbed through the draining situation and the community is what kept you here and i i agree with you bro it's like you know, my rise or my path to this Solana uh, space was through the, the community of Clubhouse, right? Uh, there used to be a club on there where uh, Utility is King and Cardboard and Chris. I'm so they used to have this uh, like kind of like an, you know, a, a group where we talked about stocks and the market and stuff like that. So community is definitely important, um, especially when you go through something like getting drained or, you know, you need inspiration to kind of try something new and, and, and push yourself. Community is definitely dope to have. And that's why, you know, I, I wanted to start like, you know, my path on launching the project by doing something a little bit different than most projects. We can t take time and just sit back and try to tell you all the stuff we're going to do. But that's bullshit. I'd rather just start breaking bread and working with people in the space to learn more about the space. So when we start moving, who knows, maybe Oscar the Grouch might be doing some one of one shit on something that I'm working on. Right. Like I get to learn more about people doing stuff and at the same time, allow as we grow to take the opportunity that we cr we're creating for our community to be more inclusive, bring more people in the community, learn more about the space. And that's how we're going to add more value. If it takes me shaking everybody's fucking hand, we're going to shake everybody's fucking hand and we're going to form the biggest motherfucking Voltron world has ever fucking seen um so that's why you know i've taken the time to set up these interviews because you know i like to get inspired and when i talk to somebody that inspires me i'm aware of my energy and my voice i'm aware of sometimes my energy is unbearable but when i get inspired by other people i take that gas and i fucking fly so i feel like steel sharpens steel uh, steel sharpens steel Right. So I'm only fucking with people who are doing dope shit because that's just what it is. So um, you said you, you you prefer you like looking at the future. I mean, the past and the future and the present is what it is. Um, how did you become because word on the street is you're, you're some kind of super squirrel on the Liberty Square Squirrel Council. You're like a, an important person in the Liberty ecosystem. How did you make how did you go from disrupting the spaces you got the free pfp to like now involved with one of the biggest projects period on solana um yeah the, I, I you know it's so weird it's just the community that i've i kind of started with and vibed with the most and, and really um it's one of the few i found like you can go to the discord and everything it, it's nice it's actually nice and enjoyable to be in there like it most of the time it's not a bunch of spam and dumb shit like a lot of discords and when 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 and all these other questions I, I don't know what it is about the community exactly whether it's the the people that liberty just attracts into the project um but i just really like the people and i was just active and then um they started this uh this council the tribunals thing where they're like oh we're gonna have 
you know, some you're going to vote for people from the community to represent you to meet like once, twice a month. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So I entered a few people I liked, and then I started getting DMs from people. And like, I voted for you. Here's like a whole paragraph I wrote about like nominating you. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Did, am I actually that popular among people? And then, yeah, apparently I through people are just like voted for me. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why it is, whether. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I've just rode hard with Liberty since then and slowly built my collection. Um, you know, getting over the months, just doing other trades, uh, flipping other stuff and, you know, gathering my collection. So here's a question that's out of nowhere. How does all this make you feel? Um, I'm pretty grateful. I mean, it's... I felt very like welcomed and at home generally in this community. Um, and it's nice. It's like any artist can tell you finding an audience for your work that likes your work is just a fucking great feeling as well. Um, there's nothing better than people enjoying stuff you made, like art you made. It's just great. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to transition to this space. I started as just like collector and I didn't even really intend to, I was just doing my little PFP mods and things. And then I saw, saw other photographers selling their work and other artists selling their work. I was like, hey, maybe I should try it out too. And so, yeah, I've been doing it for like, I guess a month and a half now, mostly on exchange art um, where a bunch of my stuff is. Um, yeah, it's just been fun. Man, I'm going to take another break real quick. Uh, this is... Another time, another opportunity for you to hit that little purple icon on the bottom. Let's keep it going. Uh, this space has grown tremendously since uh, the first time I asked. So I appreciate everybody in here. Um, you know, Ultra, Father, Prey, Ish, Ash, Utility, Captain. If I don't know you and if I know you, whatever, I appreciate all you guys. Um, because without you, there is no me. And all of us together equals we. And we're going to take this shit over. And the time is now. So, um we're going to keep this moving, and I'm going to drop some alpha right now. And my team tells me to shut the fuck up because sometimes I say shit I shouldn't fucking say, and sometimes I don't say enough, but I'm going to drop some alpha right now. We've been extremely, uh, like, th th we have what's called the DAPS list, and we, we, we talked about it a little bit and gave people an opportunity to come and join the white list. But uh, um, major update alert, uh, it's changing. So if you didn't get in the, the DAPS list, before and this is your last opportunity if you're in this space um if you're in this space and you go on the discord now and you at me i will make sure you're on the list but after today we're shutting it down and the daps list is going to be a little bit more complicated process to get into just because we only have 33 seats open for the circle of 33 and when you have a collection that has a thousand cards with three different categories there's not going to be enough for everybody so now we have to be a little bit more picky on the people we want to get involved because the goal is to build some dope shit. So we're going to be looking to make sure that we have some of the dopest people taking one of those seats. So that's it. I gave everybody a chance, told you, hey, some people didn't do it, but if you can't get in, that's not on me. Okay, so that's the alpha of the day. And now back to Oscar the Grouch. So Oscar, do you do, you do any music? Do you rap, sing? No, no. Uh, uh, 
No, not really. I mean, I in high school, I was in a band. I played an instrument, uh, trombone, actually, for like five years. So I do know how to read music. and I haven't played it since, so I would do terrible if I tried. Uh, but, I mean, I understand music, but I'm not a great singer or uh, musician, really. But I love music. I love listening to it. Um, wish I could make it better, but, uh, yeah. What's your, if, if you were to pick, uh, and the reason why I ask music is a lot of people low-key here on Solana are either ex-musicians, worked with music, or DJs, producers. Like, a lot of people do a lot of dope shit, so I like to pull it out to find out exactly what the fuck they got. Because we all got some dope shit that keeps us here up late at night, <laughs> day after day, and shit like that. So, um, music is, is close to me, and I was just wondering if you ever did, like, an Oscar the Grouch parody fucking meme song you know that i would have done that if i was oscar <laughs> i definitely i've definitely sung songs and spaces as oscar like the i love trash song and other raps and things as more of the oscar and elmo bit kind of uh but it is not great sounding um i've heard my i've heard the oscar voices a little grating uh and then so i'm i don't really hear myself singing it but i'm sure it's not the greatest thing to experience yeah um what what happened like okay first of all how how were you able to keep the voice intact for so long and did you ever have a time where you were in character at the wrong time like maybe you go to the bank and you're like hello let me get some money and it's like you accidentally speak has that ever happened <laughs> like, uh, very close so many times i've like especially when I was more active on both my accounts, I'd like almost accidentally do. I got I was doing Oscar so much, and I got so used to it that you know I can be like yeah, and whatever. Once you get used to it, you just go into it, and it just becomes a thing, and it only gets tiring after like mm, you know an hour or more. But um, yeah, I don't know. I can't even remember what question you just asked me because I was thinking too much about the Oscar voice and splitting my personalities. And um, no, but like I usually was pretty good about not fucking up. Except like once I know I did fuck up and use my real voice, but it was while everyone was talking and there was a bunch of people talking over each other. So no one noticed. So it was okay. No, I think I remember. Was that a last week? Or like the week before last week during the no, space a long time ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly when time is days blend together, weeks blend together. It's just just web three. Nice, nice. So I'm gonna keep this moving a little bit and then we're gonna bring a couple people to this uh stage to ask some questions. Um okay, so we know that you're working with Liberty Square in one of the, the most uh prestigious roles possible there with uh Secret Squirrel, which is a dope opportunity that you have. Um and we know that you just dropped your artwork for us on form function. And if you're not following Oscar the Grouch right now, you just you shouldn't even be in this space because this space we're here to honor him. He's a member of our community and you know he's got the photography that he blessed us with. And I want to know what do you have next are you working on something that we should be aware of uh that you're gonna put out uh let us let us look in the future of your mind um that's a good question um I, you know i have a lot of work that's the thing i've been doing for a long time so i just have a lot of backup of stuff most of everything i've put out so far is just you know stuff of archives i've shot over years and uh yeah there's it's 
so much of it is a matter of curation of the stuff I've already created, what I want to actually put out there, because I don't want to put out anything substandard. You know, I want to put out my good shit. Um, but I'm always creating new stuff at the same time. Um, and like I'm always like experimenting with it mostly, uh, y'all, the only thing that I've really like sold, uh, so far is, is like my photography. I haven't sold any of my more, um, you know, graphic work or drawing work, but I'm just kind of playing around with that stuff. Like I'll post uh, this thing right up top. This is like, I got procreate download procreate the other day. So, the these cat uh, fractured kittens, I'm calling them because my first uh, photo series was fractured visions. Um, so I was like, oh, that's a pun in this cat. And uh, that's just like me fucking playing around, you know? Um, so what the future will hold, it depends, you know? The fact is, if someone wants to buy something, I'll happily make an NFT of it so they can have it. You know, um, it, it's hard to say where I'm going to go in the future. Um, I definitely have a catalog of work and some stuff I want to release, but, you know, it's about pacing it and putting out the good stuff. And uh, as well as some stuff I want to release that I don't know if the technology is caught up yet. Like, just to, because I have some files, like, from this project I did that I would love to release, but the files are fucking huge. They're too big. I can't make an NFT of them because they're like a gigabyte file, image file, so you can't fucking <laughs> massively slow. Nothing will let you upload more than 100 megabytes, but, you know, we'll get to that point, and then maybe I can start doing some of the, like, wild um, high-res images we've done before. Man, uh, do you know Utility utility Maker? No, I do not. So, you see that little... He's down there with... Uh, the box on his head. Uh, that's a dev who's doing some incredible stuff in this space, pushing the technology forward. Uh, he's helped create some shit that's never been here before. You know, maybe you can just ask him a couple questions with some of these ideas you have, and maybe you guys create some fucking new IPFS storage shit to fucking store high res shit for fucking two fucking megabytes. I don't fucking know. The point I'm saying is, in our community, we got some dope-ass people, so don't be afraid to reach out to that brother down there. He's a good-ass dude, man, and you a good-ass dude, too. And um, I'm gonna fucking take the time to say that as a curator, um, I think you're in the right place, because if you look like right to the right of my PFP, I don't know if you can see it, there's this brother named Rich Water. And Richwater's got some dope art. Like, I mean, I'm not even going to call it art. I, I say what Richwater does is he gives you an experience. Like, like you, right? Like, he gives you an experience. Like, I just, I got one of the Pepier airdrops the other day. Actually, got two. And I covet the shit. Listen to the words I'm using. Covet the shit. Because he's curating like a dope ass, high quality, high end experience. And that's what it's about. It's about taking people on a journey to affect them, to make them feel good, to make them want to keep the shit. And the fact that you're saying that, bro, I'm more bullish on you now because in these spaces, if you see me in there and I'm talking or not talking, I'm just there either decompressing or I'm working on the side. So sometimes I'm not 100 percent there. But when I learned a little bit more about a person and seeing how much intention you put in you know, your photography, like, like, you know, about the dark room, you know, about the emotion and shit and, and, and all that stuff, which to me is dope. And um, and the fact that you know that you're a curator, that's fucking dope. 
because a lot of people don't know what they are. And going back to what you said earlier, and I talk a lot, but I listen, you say the, the, the present is like whatever, but the, you're always looking in the back and in the future. But the fact that you said you're a curator, bro, everything you're going to do in the future is going to be that fucking dope because it takes mind. You have to be a mindful person to curate. Right. You can't curate dope shit like with a fucked up mind. You got to have clarity of what you want to share and how you want people to feel. So I want to take the time and open up uh, the stage to a few of my fellow friends here to go ahead. And if they have any questions um, for Mr. Oscar the Grouch. Bro, um, I'm, can I just jump in first? Because since you um, thank you so much for saying that stuff about my art and my project and um and your your perception of what i do i think that was um that was that was a nice surprise i appreciate it man absolutely i haven't heard you interview someone before so this is um this is a cool learning space and um ask can can i take a few minutes with you bro uh just to talk about your your art if that's all right um absolutely yeah thanks man um I'm just steering us in a slightly different direction, if that's cool, uh, because like we've learned a lot about you, and um, and it sort of ties off really well uh, with what uh, Props was saying there, because um, you know I, I get more bullish on people when I understand their perspective a bit more, because um, it gives me something to work from, something you know. I, I, then I start developing my own perspective on them, and. Um, and uh, with yourself, obviously, when you rocked up with Elmo, you guys were pretty cool and funny and nice. And you, you know, legit dude too. Uh, I was really surprised when I heard your real voice because I had also painted a picture of who you were. And I thought you might have been um, similar to me and um, just uh, drank a lot of whiskey over the years to get your voice. But um, it, it's it's cool that you put it on. It's not your natural voice because at least you can uh, you can have a bit smoother tone too there when you want, bro. But um for time to study it and uh someone who's learned how to read light through uh, more traditional methods through photography um they they have this desire and this um this ability to understand weight and light and emotion within it because when you when you take a photograph or when you want to take a photograph or when you and i'm going past our iphones okay let's let's we'll take this a little more to what the art of photography is rather than what the current photographies um, there's there's a real care to how you look at the world when uh, you like to photograph things and I'm always um, surprised by people when um, their art comes out because you can never tell a person's art if, if you line up 10 artists and or even 10 creators and then li line up 10 pieces of art 10 things that will work i can guarantee you're not going to be able to pick every single one who, who owns what piece you might get a few but you, you'll be you'll be grossly surprised you know um, so uh, I've, I've looked at a little bit bit of your photography and uh some of your stuff on exchange art and i you know it was really nice building up that impression of your work because looking looking at your collection on exchange you uh you like black and white you like green skies which is a, a tone that i really really like that teal and um and you like geometry within your photos and a lot of open space uh so you'll, you'll have a contrast there which is really nice it's a good clean way of taking photography and i can understand why you look at your images like that because you've spent a lot of time looking at the weight and the balance of light 
when I saw your photo the other night, and this is what's so fucked about the algorithm on Twitter because we miss out on so much good stuff from our friends, but I was lucky enough uh, to see your tweet uh, about with the, that um, border collie that you photographed in Squamish. And um, Squamish is just down the road from where I'm at the moment in Whistler and Squamish is sort of like, it feels like a spiritual home to me. I have a feeling I want to be settling down there because that's where I want to be. Um, and I love dogs. I live vicariously through dogs and uh, and I'm very, very passionate about um, their role uh, on this planet because I think they are, they have many roles and uh, we, we're fortunate enough as humans to have uh, one of the animals on this planet which are, plays a role that that, offer, that wants to help us. It's, it's fucking amazing the relationship we have to dogs. So that photo of the Border Collie and um, the one thing that really caught me out of the, the fact that it's just a natural scruffy photo of it is that um, you got the light right in the eyes and, um, and those eyes, uh, whenever I see light like that in, in photographs, um, and it's not hard to do, but I'm not going to go into that. It's 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 a right moment, and that's a natural photo. And and you fucking got his eyes, and that that captured me so much because um, yeah, I love it. So I wanted to explain that to people that from what Oscar does and what he what he's uh done to get to this point, he he's produced some very clean, simple images on his collection, and some very natural things. But it comes from a very keen and well studied eye, and and uh. With, with talent behind it too and someone who's who's grown to do that and uh the simplicity of what you have uh, and offered in your photos is something that's really appealed to me so i just wanted to come up and express that because uh it, it's nice when someone takes the time to talk about you so um, i wanted to do that for you especially because this is your space pro and props nice job on the interview and good luck with daps and thanks for letting me um hog the floor for a while it's really Bro, cool space. look you can what what this was beautiful that's what this space is about. Uh, you could take as much time as you as you like, man. I want I want to give the brother Oscar the chance to respond and uh, and keep this vibe going. Um, th that's why this space is here, right? I don't have all the right all the right questions, but as a community, we do. And what you pointed out about the light in the eyes that is crazy because that that's when you look at the dog, like when you look at it, it's like you you it's almost like I cyclops into the eyes and the facial part of the dog. So, uh, Oscar, I'm going to shut the fuck up and let you answer Rich's uh, inf uh, question. And, Rich, you can ask questions anytime, brother. I appreciate you. you you're somebody here, again, um, that brought excitement for me as a collector. You know, there's only a few things I'm excited about. And um, I felt left out when I didn't know what was going on with the Pepier cans and all that stuff. Shout out to uh, Cardboard and some other people in the community who brought me in and helped me understand what was going on. So I'm, I'm passionate about what you do but I'm also going to let this brother answer this question. Let's go. First of all, thank you. Uh, I also admire your work. Um, what, you, uh, you, what you do is incredibly unique as well. Um, I don't see anyone else doing it. It's very fucking cool. Um, and thank you for noticing. Um, I mean, photography is one of those things. Um, I think you mentioned you were uh, quite a photographer yourself, were you not? Um. <laughs> the way I heard that it sounded like you said I think you mentioned you were quite the photographer yourself um, <laughs> I would never say I'm quite the photographer I think I misheard that anyway yeah, yeah, um, yeah I, I love photography I'm more, I'm more of a cinematographer but uh, 
yeah, catching stills has sort of been a byproduct of of looking through a, a lens anyway. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, like photographers, cinematographers, yeah, people who look through lenses, they tend to know how to spot other uh, photographers' work and know what they're doing. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of talk about like, simple composition, especially that Cyan Sky uh, series I've done. It's, yeah, it's about finding a balance of yeah, simplicity and appeal. Um, it's a difficult balance to strike because I, I've always gone with the thought that it's very, it's a lot easier to take a picture, a great picture of something that's interesting. It's a lot harder to get a great picture of something that's not so interesting. Um, most of the time it's just like for that series, it's like a side of a building or the top of a building, not something. If you ask the person, is that building interesting? They'd be like, eh, maybe kind of, but I like taking these spaces and making people look at them in a different way. Something simple, something every day that they pass by without notice and, and flipping the script a little bit and making them look a little harder at that. Um, that's kind of something I enjoy doing because, I mean, you can find interesting subjects to photo, to photograph, but, you know, it's almost too easy sometimes like if you know if you work with models like, it's so much easier to photograph attractive people like really attractive people it's just so much easier to get a good photo of them if you're dealing with it um or but like conventionally you know attractive people but other people have different shaped faces and you know they're not unattractive but you have to know how to shoot them and what lens to use to not make those features look out of place and look worse than they actually are and make a problem something that's not a problem so uh, i think i'm rambling but bro that's all right do you know with photographing attractive people one I'll, I'll just say two things so i don't i don't take up too much time with photographing attractive people i've i've done yeah i've, I've done a fair bit of work with with talent and um I've, it's quite difficult i found because of the expectation of the type of look you need um, and quite often there's a requirement when you're photographing attractive people. It's usually for a job or for you know for their own you know ego or product or something like that. And um, and uh, I find myself trying to and with video too even harder because then you know they've got a bit of city light that's wobbling next to the g-string or something while they're trying to walk in slow mo. And uh, yeah, like fuck, how am I going to shoot this with natural light? But photographing. My, my favorite people to photograph are really crusty old characteristic people, obviously, um, because of how much you can crunch a photo of um, someone whose face is, is weather-torn and, and old and, and full of expression. I love – I always fantasize the most about photographing people when I see a face like that, and um, which leads me to my second thing. You know – I was going to ask you the question, Oscar, but any reason I was going to ask you is because I wanted to tell you what my answer is. So I'm just going to say my answer anyway because it's, there's no point beating around the bush. You know, the um, the most important piece of alpha or information or advice I could ever give uh, with with capturing images and photography, and this is this is the absolute most important thing, um, is that 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 photo is not there tomorrow. 
if, if you see that now and you want to take that photo, stop and take the time and do it. And countless times I've caught myself out being somewhere traveling in a part of the world and I've seen an incredible sunset. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm coming back tomorrow. I'm going to set up. I'm going to grab this sunset. It's too late. Sunset's different. Something changes or whatever. So please, when you, um, when you grab an image, uh, grab it at that moment of inspiration because um, there's no point setting it up, especially if it's natural. You, you'll end up getting something that you don't expect half the time anyway. So, yeah. Uh, Oscar, again, thank you, bro. Thank you. And, yeah, no, that re- I totally agree. That reminds me of the old adage, the best camera is the one you have with you. Because you can, it doesn't matter if you own the best camera in the world if you don't have it with you when you need to take the fucking picture. So a cell phone will do. That's what I always tell people. They're like, oh, I may be interested in photography, but I'll have a cell phone. Well, cell phones are pretty fucking good nowadays. If you learn how to use it right, you can do it. Just create images. Don't worry about what camera you have, what some of the best images I've ever taken were with some relatively shitty cameras. Um, you know, it's it's more about the moment, the scene. So, yeah, great advice from your follower. Absolutely. Just take the picture. That's dope, man. I feel like I'm inside the actor studio, but like a doper version of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, yo, Rich, you just, when you came through, bro, look, look, listen, man. If Rich always elevates shit, like facts, there's some cool motherfuckers. And, you know, we're saying photography, right? He's like, yeah, you know, still pictures, but uh, I'm a cinematographer. You know, it's just like, you got to understand. And I'm a, you know, I'm an amateur filmmaker. So when I hear that, I'm like, damn, that's why that looks like that. So I'm like a fan. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of people doing dope shit. Cause if I have a hobby and you're doing it, I'm a fan of it. Cause that's how I learned. Right. Um, so you're a humble dude, Rich. You one humble motherfucker, bro. I appreciate you, but you're fresh as fuck. So, uh, don't change. Um, Oscar and, and, and the things that Rich is saying, and, um, I don't know, Rich personally been on some spaces with him as a man who doesn't hold his mouth, doesn't hold his words back. He keeps it a buck. And the fact that to me, he took the time to go unpack and go deeper in that, um, you know, when you said all this stuff of I studied all these artists and, you know, I, I did this, I did that, bro, you are the definition of an artist, like flat out. Like, like I want you, you know, if, if you didn't embrace this before, and I'm pretty sure you did, I want you to, 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 to like embrace your dopeness, your dopeness, because, you know, right now we have the room is the room is still filled. We've been here for close to an hour now and everybody's listening barely anybody left and they're here to hear you and when rich added you know what i'm saying i come from a place uh, where we say it takes a village to raise a kid it takes a team to win a championship you can go real fucking far by yourself but you can go farther with a fucking team and i'm from that so um i'm gonna open up again to see if there's any if anybody has any questions that they would like to ask oscar the grouch and haven't had a chance to ask him please you know come up to the stage or raise your hand if not uh, we're going to go ahead and see if Oscar has some stuff to say, and then we're going to go ahead and start winding down with our exit song, um, Prepare for the Next Space. Uh, let's pray. What's up? Yo, this is absolutely crazy. I've never seen this guy in my life. He does a really great Oscar impression. Though, real talk, though, uh, I used to I used to moonlight as a fucking graffiti artist. And while everyone was out with their Nikons on, on the MySpace era, taking pictures of shit, 
I asked my mom for one simple thing for Christmas and she pulled through. I got a Canon film fucking camera, like a 30 mm or some shit and LED screen, real, you know, real bones. And, uh, I, the, the film somewhere, but I always loved just catching the most simplest moments in such serene beauty And when I found out you were doing photography, that like reignited that spark in me. It reminded me why I love photography so much. And you just capture some of the most simple moments and just really bring out the beauty in it. I think that is so fucking amazing. Uh, the one that you have on your on your photo for the, the cyan sky, I don't know how you pronounce cyan, but it reminds me of when I got off the bus stop in Dallas, Texas, and I looked up at the skyscrapers that I've never seen in my life because I'm from a smaller town and I just love that photo so much um but yeah I just, just want to say that I've always had much respect for photography and seeing seeing you bring all these things into web3 it's just so inspiring and it's so amazing and I just had one question that's not related to photography I've always wanted to ask this do you use photoshop to create those images to Oscar, like to kind of emulate your, your Oscar-ish, Oscar-ness? Um, I have used a variety of different programs. What I mostly use, uh, have been using on, on my iPad is like, uh, again, what's it called? Um, it's like the InDesign, but it's, uh, it's not the Adobe one. It's, uh, my iPad. Affinity. Affinity Designer is the one I've been using. Um, I basically take the art in and I cut it into a bunch of different layers. I manually like separate all the layers and then I recolor things, reorganize things, build new things if necessary. And yeah, that's just kind of how I do it. I pop it all into different layers and then add new layers or modify layers and sandwich it all back together. That just goes to show you right there. This man is more than a photographer. He's more than just a very interesting persona on Web3. He is a creator. And from what I've heard, intelligence is a measure of creativity. When you can go through that many steps, when you know how to articulate things and create images from something, or even just capture an image, that just goes to show how much a creator someone can be. I love it. I love you, Oscar. You're amazing. Keep doing shit. I love it. Let's go. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Ah, it's, it's very, feels very, very humbling. Um, everyone's compliments and everything and the appreciation of my work is great. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to, you know, we were talking about the picture of the dog, the puppy. Uh, I got five copies of it I'm going to give away. Uh, the people in the space who want it. So if I don't know how we're going to choose them. Um, so let, let's do this. First of all, they, they definitely have to be following you, bro. Off rip. They have to be following you. They have to be following. We are daps. They have to be following. Everybody on stage is your first thing you need to do before anything happens. So that's important. Second, it's on you. But before you do the giveaway, let's just, let's, let's do that at the end. Uh, Cliff the Gully has a question and then we've got Rich and then we can do the giveaway, right? So let's. Oh my uh, God. Oh my God. I'm in, I want to interrupt. I want to interrupt. Before my man Cliff starts, he dives real deep on the question. So um, just be prepared. 
um, if he goes there. <laughs> I heard him interview the other night, and uh, yeah, you know, he's good. I just wanted to throw, throw that out because Clips, Clips are legend. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, Rich. Um, I was actually supposed to jump on here a little while ago and um and ask my questions, but um I got I got a little bit of uh, unfortunate news, but I'll, I'll be all right. I'll work with it. Um, I lost a friend tonight, but I don't want to make the space about that. Long story short, though, um, Oscar. First of all, um, I, I've been like your vibe when you when you used to pull up in the spaces with Elmo and just turn it up and so on and so forth. What I want to know is this, um, like, what was that moment when you what was that moment like when you found your calling and you realized that you know what, photography, visual arts, um, you know. This is kind of the lane that works for me. And the reason I asked that is because, um, you know, you kind of came into Web3. And although, you know, this might have been a bit of a, a, you know, feel your way through as you go along and figure out what works. It seems to me just on the outside looking and observing you that you already kind of arrived with a mission, whether that was clearly defined for you or not. Um, from the outside observers, it seems like when you came into space and you started just customizing the PFPs and just turning shit up in your own way with Elmo, your partner in crime, I was like, okay, I like what they're doing. Like, I wonder who's who's going to pop up next. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be Grover, Big Bird, Snuffleupagus. I didn't know if it was like a gang of y'all or if it was just something that you guys did on your own. But just in terms of like visual arts, though, like, what was what was that? At what point did you realize that like that was the direction you wanted to take? Was this something that you realized like maybe in like elementary school, maybe in childhood, like you know? And then what? Not only do I want to know that, but but um, you know, what was it like sort of making that decision to go for it? Were you met with like skepticism? Was it something that like you know maybe your family or relatives wanted you to follow a different path? Like, kind of tell us about that because I think your artwork is dope. Um, I'm definitely, I definitely just looked into your photography a few moments ago. So I think that that's fire too, but tell us that moment where you sort of found yourself as far as visual arts. Um, that's hard to say, uh, cause I don't know if there's any one <coughs> defining moment that put me there. I'm just, I mean, I've just always enjoyed arts in many forms, like movies, music, um, art is everything. It's it's culture itself, you know, is art. So how you could not like love art is like beyond me. It's just all around us all the time. Um, but choosing to, yeah, choosing to go for it and make something that honestly, like my family is pretty supportive. My mom's like, just like do something, do whatever you want. That's you know, just do it, and. Uh, so I, I don't know what it was that made me decide it. I just, uh, it just felt right because it's something I enjoyed doing. I just enjoyed taking pictures. I enjoyed uh, sharing them with people and that other people enjoyed them. And I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do that. Nice. Do you remember, do you remember the first piece of, um, like outside of photography, you remember the first piece of art like that you, you actually like, kind of drew for yourself because I myself like I, I'm I can't say that I'm much of like a visual artist and like the the drawing and like sketching and painting 
um scheme but like i i started out trying to draw like the teenage mutant Ninja turtles you know what i'm saying i would start out with like the head shape then the bandana then the eyes then the torso like that's kind of how i started like messing around with art you remember the first thing that you actually drew that like you hung up on the wall or like i had framed it no, was like Yo, no I idea that. like when i was a kid i'm sure there was a lot of stuff uh that was like i was proud of um the one that comes to, like, I'm sure it was earlier that the one that actually comes to mind is one of the first assignments I had in high school photography classes to bring a copy of the favorite photo we've ever taken, the best, what we think is the best photo we've ever taken, and we had to draw it, recreate it as accurately as possible in a much larger scale on a big piece of paper hand-drawn. Um, and it was difficult, and it was... Uh, tedious but i was really happy with the results and i was like wow i can kind of draw and that's that's one of the things for me I, if i have a reference i can draw a lot better but without a reference i don't i don't know sometimes i'm lost i need that that something because maybe it's my obsession of photography and, and angles i just know when an angle looks wrong so i can't let it go when i'm drawing and I and the angle looks wrong, and I'm like the perspective's off. I'm like fuck, and I try to correct it, and I usually make it worse. Um, which is the great thing about digital art is I can just slap that undo or hit the eraser and get rid of my uh, mistake fixing that just made things worse. Uh, oh shit! Dropped my AirPod. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I've never seen myself much as, uh, as like a drawer. I. I almost feel like my specialty is more just on the tech side and manipulation, because which kind of in a way comes from photography as well. Because I learned how to manipulate photographs that way, both in like the dark room and then like digitally. And so I feel like I've always drawn things though, but I, I never really was happy with what I drew. But digitally has changed that because I can zoom in real fucking close and be the perfectionist. I always need to be, even though I hate it. You know, like all, if you like look at all my mods, you open them full size and zoom in. I put in little details in there that no one ever fucking looks at. But I, I know they're there, so I have to make sure they look right. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Dope. And last question, and then I'll, I'll turn it over to Cardboard, which is my guy. Shout out to you, sir. Um, is there anything, is there any, because I, I, I saw that you did like the skyscrapers and um, my question is this, is there anything on your bucket list, any, maybe it could even be one of the eighth wonders of the world or something mundane, um, doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a building, a structure, but there's any, is there anything that's like on your personal bucket list where you're like, I have to go to this site and I have to shoot here before it's all said and done? Like what's what's on your wish list of, of places or sites that you would want to photograph? That's a good question. Um, yeah, it, it's not. That's tough. Fuck, I don't know if there's a one in place. There's a lot of things I'd love to photograph. I'd love to go to like Iceland and photograph the Northern Lights. Um, there's a lot of I like nature, so there's so many different natural places all over the world. I'd love to go and photograph. It's something I like doing. I don't think it's so much about the place, but about the feeling while you're there. And if you can, if you can capture that feeling through the photograph as well, then that's 
kind of the ultimate goal with like when I'm talking about landscape or something I, I want to invoke a feeling so it, it's not a specific thing it's whether I can use that thing to invoke a feeling that's that's my ultimate goal with it it's not about what the object I'm photographing so much as the impact of the viewer on the viewer of the image, right? They can, there's some very, some fucking amazing, brilliant pieces of work centered around very boring uh, subject matter. And just, I don't know, I kind of like that conceptually. So I kind of sometimes like to gather that, capture that in my photos, but same time i mean sometimes just cool shit visually happens and i like to fuck with that too you know i just let my i let my brain pull me and a lot of time it's back and forth and over and i undo and redo things but i just let it take me and it's a process that i let kind of work itself out but like photo like i don't use generally use presets for any of my photo editing i go in and i actually like go color by color and change the saturation and lightness and contrast of each different color group individually to get the specific tone I want in every picture because uh, just to give this certain emotion I want. So it's, yeah. it's just kind of a meticulous thing that I let my brain guide me. I yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks, Oscar. You the bro. Appreciate you. Cardboard. Well, first off, before I ask my question, I just, I, I wanted to, I know that I thanked you in DM for grouchifying um, my ute, and you did that like you were Johnny on the spot. You did that shortly after I minted it, and I admired how you had done that with your PFP, and uh, I just want to share my favorite detail of this is actually an edit of the edit. He sent me one initially. He's like, oh, oh, I got an idea. And on the win-win sunglasses, he actually took the win-win and put trash, trash. And that's one, that's, that's my favorite detail uh, that he took on, uh, put on this. But my question is, uh, is this the first time you've ever monetized your art? It was when you came to Web3 or have you done that in the past? Um, no, I've, I've sold, uh, I've sold prints like for years mostly to like friends and family um but i'll sell one to anyone who's interested but i usually just you know give it to them cheap and or give it a gift and put it on a wall um uh i did kind of my biggest ever sale was kind of a sale it was more of a reward a tax write-off for a rich person to buy my uh work um you know classic art world stuff um, but yeah, no, I, I've made money off it before and I've done some shooting, like I've shot a wedding, I've shot events, I've done that kind of stuff. Also, I don't consider that so much of the art of photography. That's, uh, I mean, there, there's job photography and then there's kind of the more artistic freedom of just shooting what you want, what interests you, uh, not what someone else is wanting you to shoot. But, um, I've, I've never made like a full living off of it never been able to like earn a full doing it full time but uh yeah like this is kind of so far web3 has been my kind of best entrance into it um you know reaching different audiences and 
you know, it, it's also just a matter of finding the right collectors. Um, you know, once people see it, it's uh, maybe it'll connect with them. They'll be able, they'll buy it. But uh, charging for your work and trying to figure out how much to charge for your work and how much you're worth is so difficult. It's such a difficult process I think, for so many artists because you know how much time you put into it and how much effort you put into it, but yeah, that's not always apparent, like really visible on the surface. Someone might look and be like, oh, they, that probably took them 10 minutes, but you're like, nah, that took like 20 hours. Yeah. <laughs> you don't always realize, and I don't know. That's one of the hardest parts because I just like my work also going to people enjoy it, but at the same time, like I put a lot of time into it, so I need to, you know, eat to make money and if I could do it, like if I could make a full time living off of paying art that, or just making art that's the dream really I don't need anything excessive I just if I can sustain myself purely off making art yeah that yeah. that's ironic yeah. you say that because my my daughter my 16 year old daughter is a young artist and she struggles with the the same concept a lot of friends and family have bought it and a lot of people have told her she underprices herself um yeah, so that's interesting to draw that parallel. Yeah, I think I think Richwater, we spoke about this once before as well as like trying to chill your art and sell your art is the worst part of being an artist. Making art and presenting it and showing to people is what's great, but then when it comes to the business part of, uh, you know, a lot of it's rare to get an artist that's also a great businessman like business person that's a rare combo and usually when it hits they do very very well but it is a rare combo because i find a lot of artists i've met a lot of them and a lot of them are just uh tend to be more introverted shy people that are more humble by nature and so charging a lot uh isn't in their thing when you hear about these fucking massive sales that's because that was some crazy shit going on in an auction house with a bunch of rich people going wild. You know, that's not the general artist's world. Most, most artists are working for fuck all and, you know, the, just doing what they do. You know, um, for a future space, I would love to talk more uh, with people in the communities about valuing your art as one of one artists because, um, it's always an interesting topic here and uh, there's so many angles to it and I think that's just a great topic and um, yeah, props and Oscar and Cliff and everyone um, I'm praying that treats so uh, given the opportunity in the future I'd love to be part of a space talking about finding value of, of yourself and your art uh, here and elsewhere too because um, I think we can learn a lot from each other based on our perception of ourselves and also maybe how other people perceive us too sorry to interrupt there no, that's. I think that would be a good space actually to talk about that because it's especially difficult when you're dealing with primarily cryptocurrencies that fluctuate in value themselves. Like most of us aren't selling stuff in stable coin. Uh, we're taking like soul, which fluctuates. I've had stuff that I listed when I listed it, it was like, you know, 50 bucks or 100 bucks, and then it fluctuates, and all of a sudden it's 150 or 25, and it. That makes it so much more difficult too, because like, uh, you know, you're like, and you, yeah, because you don't always get to ride the wave of the soul going up. If, if you're like, oh shit, I want to pay a bill, so you take it, you cash out, and then, you know, 
that that could be a good move because shit might go down. It could be a bad move because shit might go up and you've lost out on potential even more money. But yeah, it's kind of a it's a difficult e- ecosystem to work in because we're dealing with like a a method of payment that uh, seems to you know it's controlled beyond uh, the, the whims of the market and big money moving it around. Oh yeah, you know, bro. There's that one saying. Which is someone told me this the other day, and I hadn't heard it in years. Uh, if anyone ever offers to pay you at any stage through a job you're doing, say yes. Never say no. Pay me later. If someone offers to pay you, take the money because um, it's it's especially as an artist, it's rare. And um, you know, I've I, I used to be able to charge sixteen hundred dollars a day to hold a camera or edit and um, churn it out. But then the work that I found the greatest passion in, which I spent the most amount of time. I would I would just share on social media. I wouldn't even bother selling that stuff because um, it, it, it wasn't worth dealing with the people to put the stress into making the money out of that work. It was purely a passion. So yeah, value as yourself as an artist is uh, it's, it's so important, it's, and, it, and it changes as the cryptocurrency does too. It goes in waves. So you, you, yeah, great great topic. But well, yeah, let's hit that one another day. Hey, that was perfect though, bro. Because what you like, what you that was like the key thing. Because it's like, um, I, I, I think it was a space the other day when I was telling somebody that in the world, you can start doing whatever you want to do, whatever position you want to start. Right. I think it was the space the other night. And it was in relation to someone talking about when you come in the, in the space, like beginning. And, and I think I was saying that when you come in the space, you could start wherever you want to start. Like nobody knows you got here today. Nobody knows how long you've been here. If your story is you just arrived and you see yourself as the dopest artist the world has yet to see, if you have conviction in that and belief in that and just keep with repetition, repeating that and on your path, sooner or later, motherfuckers are going to fuck with you because you believe in yourself. It's the conviction you have for yourself. And if that shows through your work, that's where you start, right? So, Rich, what you're saying is, is invaluable, is super valuable, bro. And I think that's why these spaces are dope because it's like helping people understand certain tools that are necessary in life and in this space. So what he say, um, I think it, it goes beyond art, right? Art is, you know, like Rich said, what he, um, what he got paid. You know, I remember doing a shooting a house in Lafayette, California. It was like a $3.2 million house. Um, I shot it by myself as an experiment on the Canon EOS R because it does great on 1080p and the dynamic range on it is good. And um, I got paid a lot of money for that shit. And I felt extremely good at that. I had never shot a $3 million house before. Before that, I hadn't even shot a fucking half a million dollar house. But when I was talking to the real estate agent, I understand good, nice shit. I understand luxury. I understand the the demographic. And I know how to use my tools. So I I, I told her, I said, look, I can shoot this. Give Give me about two hours. I'll shoot you a little sample and put the proposal together, shot it in. Was the one of the best pieces of work that I have on my portfolio as far as real estate that I shot edit myself so thank you Rich which you well, you always keep dropping uh, gems on here um, Trees did you have something to say brother do you have a question no question I just came up to farm to say what's up to support uh, I'm not gonna lie uh, <laughs> some of my favorite people in the space are here so I was like hey you guys always pull up all this shit I do I'm just a fucking seal now I just arf 
Um, so my content has gone down and people like it. Like I can be like snappy and whatever and they're and they're cool with it. But yeah, dude, it was really cool to hear like getting under the hood of Austria's story. Um, uh, obviously like since Oscar has like dropped the voice, I feel like I've been able to get to know more about like you, Oscar, as like a person. Um, even it hasn't been that many days, honestly, but it already feels like a big difference in like the way you present yourself like in spaces and everything like that. And I'm 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 definitely fucking here for it, man. So like if you're gonna keep like going into your process and letting us know like all of that, like unveiling like the nature of like how you became an artist and then like your inspiration, like your perspective on that. Like, dude, let's all like I mean, first of all, I think we're all trying to support artists as much as we can here in this space, which I hopefully we are at least, like people that are here right now. But like if any of us have like like dude, I'd love to have you guys on like any space, like I would like to do more formal spaces with you guys as well. Um, like props, you already know, like we should definitely line up some collab spaces. Like let's all like eat because like right now is like the perfect time for us to do this. And it's going to be really funny to look back like a year from now and the Dabs Collective space has like a bunch of other people on the panel. Oscar, you're, you're still going to be like a co-host or on this panel, I'm, I'm assuming and I'm sure. But we're going to have my fucking web two people in here that are like crazy. They're going to be like begging to get on these platforms. And it's going to be cool to look back a year from now at like episode two or three Oscar and being like, yo, you, you were on that. And then you fucking killed it. And like B Haley, you were on it like last week. Like, it's just cool. Cause like, it's just going to keep getting better and better. And it's, it's nice to like get intimate with you guys. So I appreciate props for doing this. Um, and then like, let's all continue to do this for, for each other. Like I'm, I'm super down with this movement. Appreciate the words, man. Hey, I appreciate you too. And we will continue and, and it's done. Consider it done. <laughs> uh, Gully, what's up, my G? Um, can't complain. You know what I mean? Um, I, I got my questions answered. Uh, everything that I, I felt like I, I didn't know that I wanted to ask from, a, from an insightful place, Oscar tackled it. So, you know. I'm grateful, and um, I, I, I second what, what Treat said, man. Let's let's all continue to support each other. You know, everybody everybody in this space right now, I've seen, you know what I mean? We got a lot of Liberty Square fam. I pull up in this space. I'm in Big Head Billionaire space. Every time Sapo or Treats does something, you know what I mean? I stick my nose in there and see what's going on. So, you know, it's all love. It's all vibes. Like, it's a family, you know what I mean? It's, it's more than just... Like like Solana is more than just like a, a a piece of development technology that that everybody who's worth their weight in in, in Web three is is building on. But um, I think what it is is really like you know it's the community you know and the way everybody kind of sticks together and supports each other you know. And um you know I, like like I said man I'm I'm probably one of the most grateful people in Solana, uh to be here just to be in Web three and to be this early and to, to to hang out with you dope individuals so. No, I'm happy to be here. I'm just enjoying my time. Thank you for bringing me up on the speaker panel. So, you know, I could do a little bit of engagement farming my goddamn self. And, um, you know, we here. We in the building. Shout out to everybody in the room, everybody on the panel. In fact, um, if you're in the audience, give everybody on the panel a follow. And um, I would advise everybody on the panel, um, you know, try to give as many people in the audience a follow. You know, a lot of times people get hung up on the ego of follow accounts and who follows who and this, this, that, and the third. Listen, if you're in a space with somebody and they give you a follow, man, it's nothing to give them a follow back, man. Come off your high horse. Let's support each other. Let's spread that love. And that's all I got to say about that. Absolutely. 
I think Dope. I follow most people on here, but I, I am going to click through the audience to make sure uh, you mentioned it. I want to say uh, I want to say congratulations to everybody who popped in the de- in the the Discord to get on that dance list before it becomes impossible. And you're kicking yourself in the ass like, what the fuck did I do? So I want to give a shout out to Scrumpy. Give a shout out to fucking. Matter of fact, no, nah, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna do that because there's gonna be somebody who didn't do the right thing. Who's gonna be like, my boy did it. If you didn't do it, that's on you, and that's it. If you didn't make it, <laughs> I love everybody. Um, so this has been a dope space, and I want to say I appreciate. Actually, you know what? Where's my manners at? Look, let me back up real quick. I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna back up. I'm walking back literally. First of all, I just want to say I appreciate everybody in this fucking room. Facts, 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 facts. Hollywood, fucking B. Haley, uh, Cliff, Cardboard, uh, Treats, uh, Richwater. Um, dude, I'm only a son of the people I fuck with. Yeah, that part. That's what he said. <laughs> and um, and I'm a sum of my team. I'm a sum of the people I'm around, right? And I'm around some hitters. I'm around some some dreamers. I'm around some doers. And I'm around some people who are shaping this shit for the next fucking generation. So, you know, when I'm on the phone late now with Cliff and Cliff is going on a deep dive on my questioning and what the project is, just know that this is a community effort. We're not we're, we're building something that like like Steve Kerr and I'm gonna put it out. there. I'm a Doves fan. Steve Kerr is the guy who gives fucking uh, Steph Curry, and, you know, the, 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 the confidence, which he already has himself to make the shots from the middle of the fucking court. Same thing. Michael Jordan is a, he flew from fucking center court that time. We all saw that shit. He flew and dunked. Phil Jackson was the guy who talked to him to help him fly. Right. So around me, I got dope people like fucking cardboard who's, you know, you guys don't even understand where he's going and what he's doing right now. But I just want to take the time and say I appreciate every one of you guys for taking the time today to come to fuck with me, our team and what we're doing. I'm appreciative of that and and, and trust what we're doing with DAPS and what we're building is going to be fucking dope. Not going to be. It's dope. Going to be is not a real thing. Dope is now. And we're going to stay in the present. So I'm going to do something different. I'm going to end this and I'm going to hold play up. A song. We got a hand up over here. Props. When, what do you got to say? Yeah, when? Uh, when? Oh, snap. Okay. When let's go. Yeah. Thanks props. Before we end the space, the other night I picked up, we were talking about uh, Oscar's dog photo, the, the bonk piece that he has on form function. I bought one for myself and I bought one to give back to someone. Like that's kind of how I buy things. These things are at 420,000 bonk right now is 50 cents. <laughs> and there's 11 editions sold. If it gets up to 20, I'll just randomly reply to someone that comments on this space. So click that purple button and just comment anything. Anyone who comments in here, like I see Rich Waters already posted a, a photo of the bonk piece. Once it gets up to 20, I'll give away the other one. So if you're in this space, comment something on that and maybe go pick up a bonk piece. It's pinned up top. Oscar, happy to announce my first piece available on form function. Go pick one up. That's all. Thank you, Wen. Thank you. Thank you. That was dope as fuck, Wen. Appreciate that, bro. He's at 20. He's trying to rug this face and play music on the outro, bro. You out here trying to extend this shit by 20 minutes? I'll do it after. All right, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) <laughs> all right so look so we're about to end this show and i want to say thank you to everybody we have a show coming on sunday and it's uh it's going to be a big show it's going to be dope and it's going to be vibey as fuck 
And I'm not even going to say who it is. Um, what I'm going to do different is I'm probably going to have some different visuals that we use to promote it. So we'll see you guys. Oscar uh, has a couple pieces to give away too. there, props that we haven't given away. Damn, I'm up here trying to show my shit, Wait, man. Gotta, can I, can I show my phone? What's up with that? I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to drop my record, man. I'm trying to drop my hot 16. I got a hot 16. Can I drop my hot 16? For sure. <laughs> now look, look, let's Oscar. Come on, man. Let's 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 take care of the family business first. I, I forgot where we're at. Um, Oscar, the stage is yours, brother. Let's let's do some giveaways. Okay, fuck yeah. Um, just if like. I know some of you maybe already have ones, but everyone down the audience, I recognize lots of you. Throw up an emoji if you want one. I'm just going to pick five of you and give you one. Just throw up some fucking emojis. Like, uh, like some hearts or shit if you want one. Okay, Gems, you were quick on the button. You're getting one. Barrels is getting one. General Beans, Ash, and Filthy, you were the first five to react. You are each getting